0: Hey everyone, welcome to Comedy History 101. This is Harmon. Whoa, I hope everyone's in a good mood because it looks like we dodged the death of democracy. It It was tense for a while, so we're ready to come back with some comedy history on the history of the comedian Freddie Prinze. Yes, there's a new Showtime series on the Comedy Store Comedy Club, and episode one centers on Freddie Prinze and his contributions to the world of comedy, and we will do a deep dive into that. But before we jump into the episode, take some time to like, subscribe, and comment on Comedy History 101, wherever you get your podcasts, or on our site, ComedyHistory101.com. Also, support our Patreon page, patreon.com slash ch101. Support our show. Give us a few dollars. We will continue to create content. And without further ado... You're
1: stupid. Everybody's stupid. Okay. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia you have captured the audience. You're stupid.
0: Everybody's so stupid. Comedy history 101. I come from two backgrounds: Hungarian and Puerto Rican. My job. I'm a Hungarian. It's like a very heavy title because I could never figure out how my parents met—a gypsy and a Puerto Rican. I asked my mother. She said they were on the subway trying to pick each other's pocket. There, what you heard there was a clip of Freddie Prinze in his first appearance on The Tonight Show at age 19 years old. And yes, you've tuned into another episode of Comedy History 101. Where we school you in comedy. I am Harmon Leon, and with me, as always, is Scott Colonico. Scott, define to me what a Hungarian is.
1: I don't know, Harm. I'm still waiting on the votes to come in. I can't. I can't make any prognostications at this point. We gotta wait till all the votes are in. All they're all counted.
0: On what a Hungarian is? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what you heard there? So that was a clip. Um, Freddie Prince. What do you know of Freddie Prince?
1: What do I know about Freddie Prince?
0: No, no, the guy behind you. What does? He I don't know? know.
1: I thought. I thought. I don't know if you were asking that, like, like you know, hypothetic, you know, hypothetically, or to like you know, an unseen audience, or asking our audience. What do I know about about Freddie Prince Man? I know Chico and the Man. That's what I know. What more do you need to know?
0: Yeah, yeah. So he is known for you know largely Chico and the Man, but also what brings him into why this story now is there's a new Showtime documentary series on our favorite comedy club of all time, The Comedy Store, which is, it's, uh, have, have you seen the doc series, Scott? No,
1: I have not, not yet.
0: Okay, let me give you a little synopsis. It is amazing how they put two episodes of just fascinating material into five episodes. Okay, all right. <laughs> kind, kind of stretched on a bit, kind of stretched on, a lot of, a lot of filler, but uh, the first two episodes... Of, of the doc series are, are really good. And episode one is specifically centered around the career of Freddie Prince, uh, who uh, some of you might know as the father of who Scott,
1: Freddie Prince, Jr.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you see how yeah. that works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, that clip just to, to, to digress into that, that's like very seventies, New York humor. Like when you saw the movie, the king of comedy, and they had to create like you know a screenwriter to create like a stand-up comedy set for Rupert Pumpkin. It was very uh, uh, Rupert Pumpkin
1: esque. Pumpkin, era. pumpkin, yeah, not pumpkin, <laughs> not pumpkin, yeah,
0: yeah. So it was very like Rupert Pumpkin esque that he would do on the Jerry Show.
1: Well, that was all just kind of I mean like because I watched that that same set, and it's all just, it's like that that perfect kind of seventies eighties. Uh, that's pretty much what they told you to do, you know, where you're playing a character of yourself, you know. And so, you know, he he did it. He fit the mold.
0: He fit the mold. But, um, yeah. sadly, how did it turn out for Freddie Prince? Or, um, should we should we should we save it to the end?
1: I think we should save it to the end. If pe- if people don't know, then they'll be hooked. They'll be hooked, and they'll be waiting because now they know something happens at the end.
0: So, as you mentioned, Scott, uh, Freddie Prince is best known for. The star of the NBC TV sitcom Chico and the Man, which ran from 1974 to 1977't so hard to understand And Freddie Prince was cast as star the- on the show alongside of Jack Albertson and. The great Scatman Crothers, who we know from, of course, Scott,
1: The Shining. The Shining, yeah, and uh, and also I forgot <laughs> I forgot that Charo, the Hoochie Coochie lady, was on that show.
0: Yeah, Charo, and also Hol- Jose Feliciano, yeah, who I, did the uh, theme, the theme song. song.
1: Yeah, I saw him actually. I saw an episode where he was I, he was uh, playing Light My Fire.
0: I'll, I'll reveal the spoiler alert. Um, he he. St- Landed on The Tonight Show at age 19, got his own sitcom. But by the age of 22 in 1977, sadly took his own life. I mean, pretty much had everything in the world going for him. Was the first big breakout star of the Comedy Store. And and as we know in the history of the Comedy Store, which we've talked about here... On Comedy History 101, on our episodes on the Comedy Store strike. A big turning point in the history of the comedy store was when the Tonight Show in 1972 moved from New York to Los Angeles. And suddenly the comedy store became the big breeding ground for, you know, talent scouts of the Tonight Show to come out and, and, and scout comedy. And mm-hmm. What was it like back in in, 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 in the early days of like seventy two seventy three? Uh, was there was there an internet where where people could post their stand up clips? Was there was there cable television with with tons of comedy talk shows where comedians could perform?
1: Well, Harmon, if you want to get technical, technically yes, there was an internet, and technically yes, there was cable TV, but not. <laughs> okay, so but. so let's say
0: you were on a non. Was there a non-military? Internet? Yeah. We were, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> if you were not on a military base and wanted to post, or 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 a DARPA net facility, and you wanted to post something, no, it was not possible. There was. Could you
0: could, could you? could you? Could you? Could you work the Internet with as no, much memory that was inside of Johnny Mnemonic played by Keanu <laughs> yeah. Reeves' 80-gigabyte brain?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, Harmon. It's not like today jumping onto a Zoom a Zoom with all your friends and doing it. No, you had to go hit the streets. Um, oh, oh was- so,
0: so what you're saying when you hit the streets is, is in, in, in 72, 73, you pulled out your iPhone. And you can no, just no. watch Harman. on TikTok no, 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 a stand-up no, no. comedy clip there
1: were, of, there, of Freddie there Prince
0: no. lip-syncing to Donald Trump speeches. No, and no, no. A, there a no, Netflix TV show. <laughs> no. There was no Netflix TV show. know
1: there was no. no ping pong back then. The, what do the kids call it? The the ping tick tick, tick tack tick Yeah, yeah. Like unlike Freddie Prince, who had to kind of start out on his own, he started at the age of sixteen. Harmon. In, in New York City, let's back up a bit. Freddie right.
0: Prince, not not his real name. What? Uh, what? And, and so, so Freddie Prince is like iconic joke because I also heard him say it on um, when he was on the episode of who, who was the host of the Midnight Special? Oh, Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack, dude. All <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So he's his one of his Don iconic Kirshner's jokes. rock concert. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So one of his iconic jokes was I'm I'm half Puerto Rican and half Hungarian. I'm a Hungarican. But in reality, his last name was, and you'll appreciate this, Scott, because you live in Berlin. His yes. last name was Prutzel.
1: Mm-hmm. Prutzel. Yeah. Because I his father it...
0: was German, which which yeah. doesn't make sense. I'm half German, half Puerto Rican. I'm a German Rican.
1: Yeah, maybe that's actually kind of funnier. Yeah, that is. I don't know why. I wonder why he changed that. We could be Freddie Princes joke writers.
0: That's right. That's right. And and uh, as he mentioned in the Tonight Show clip, he grew up in Washington Heights. A little shout out to Word Up Storytelling series, which during non-pandemic times takes place in Washington Heights, and I've been on several times and know the neighborhood well. Um, Freddie grew up as a chubby kid, was bullied. So his mom enrolled him in ballet classes to help him with his weight problem. And Scott, do you know where he went to high school? Which later got captured into a famous movie uh, where the title song, they claim they want to live forever.
1: Oh, all the one I remember was the the piano one. It goes dun, 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 dun. something about them eating lunch. Lunch Sadie lady. That's all I remember. And Ben Stiller's mom.
0: Oh, so yeah. So he went to LaGuardia (laughs) High School of Performing Arts, which um, what we were hinting at was the high school in the movie Fame.
1: Yeah. So he could have been in Fame.
0: That's right. So he was introduced to drama. He continued with uh, ballet, but found he had a gift for comedy. And that's Um, another thing about um, like these performing arts high schools. Like I was thinking about this. Like Tupac actually also went to. Another performing arts high school in the Bay Area, and we always mm-hmm. think of him as like you know the ultimate gangster rapper, but yeah. you know he was he was in Fame.
1: <laughs> was he? Yeah, he went to yeah. a
0: Fame high school.
1: It's funny. It's it's kind of weird speaking about Fame. Like actually, none of the actors who were actually in the the movie Fame actually ever got to be that famous. Irene Cara got kind of big, I guess.
0: Uh, there was a guy with the red hair went on, and he was a regular on a, uh, I think it was like a medical TV show.
1: All right, we'll have to look. We'll have to look into that. Oh wait, Paul. Yeah, M- on our McCain. fame,
0: e- on our fame episode.
1: Paul McCrane, yeah, there he is. Okay, okay, I remember. Okay, yeah, he's okay. He's doing all right. I'm just checking, <laughs> checking on that. He's doing okay, uh, but not super famous. Um, but the other thing that I thought was interesting about to go back to Freddie Prince was he was a, uh, he was a big ham radio operator. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and he so, hand, he handmade he hand a ham radio. Say that ten times fast. Handmade a ham radio, and he used it all the time. It was kind of a, I guess they call themselves hammies. I don't know what, what ham radio people call themselves.
0: I, we'll save that for our episode on the comedy history of ham radios. <laughs> ham radio.
1: okay. Yeah, I'm sure there is. <laughs>
0: He was like one of these comedy enigmas that you tie into, say uh Eddie Murphy, who started comedy and was hitting the clubs at sixteen, and Dave Chappelle. You know they started when they were sixteen years old and just kind of, you know, knew their calling.
1: Yeah, they were. They they had they had the gift. You know, so what, what can you say? They went out there. They did it.
0: Yeah, and for Prince, he was hitting the New York clubs like Catch a Rising Star and The Improv. And, you know, obviously he drew his comedy from his mixed heritage. The improv owner, Bud Freeman, recalled that the teenager was, guess what, Scott? An instant success.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. He had, the, he had the gift for Gab. He had the stage sta- the stage presence that made people you know pay attention and he could get up there and walk to walk and talk to talk.
0: Yeah, but how he changed his name from Prutzel was <laughs> he, he said that Bob Hope is the king of comedy. everyone knows that. I just want to be content with being the prince and later he just changed his name to Freddie Prinz.
1: Yeah, also because there was another comedian by the name of Alan King, who was obviously the king of comedy, so he couldn't take that name.
0: Yeah, Freddie King, that doesn't, you know, no. not, not, not too much. It doesn't, it doesn't ring as well.
1: Not as good as Rican, dude. We we wrote we were we, we Jermarican. Jermarican. I know that
0: that's so much funnier. <laughs> Jerm,
1: that but, is way funnier. <laughs> Let's talk to Freddie oh, Prince boy. Jr. Let's talk to him and see if Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He could rewrite his dad's retro his dad's joke retroactively.
0: Yeah, so again, you know, moved out to LA when he was about 18 years old. And his first television appearance was in 1973, and he appeared on Jack Parr Tonight. And (laughs) could I do an impression of the guest who was also on with Freddie Prinze on the 1973 edition of Jack Parr Tonight? And to see if you can guess.
1: Okay, let's hear it.
0: Damn you! Damn you all to hell! You've done it! You've finally done it! Hits the sand of the beach as we see the Statue of Liberty submerged in the water.
1: It's a madhouse! (laughs) You bloody baboons! (laughs) You destroyed his
0: brain! Charlton Heston.
1: Charlton Heston was on the show, Jack Parr Show, with... Uh, Freddie Prince and Charlton S. <coughs> Charlton Heston actually said he hoped one day he would be able to say he was on the first show in which Freddie Prince performed. So I guess Charlton Heston liked him.
0: Yeah, and 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 he was. He was on the first show that Freddie yeah. Prince performed. Yeah. So, so like I said, so he moved to L.A. Um, I read he roomed with Jay Leno, who were both you know fledgling comedians at the time, and it was actually. Under Jay Leno's uh, Lenny Tuliches? Under Jay yeah. Leno's. Yeah. What does that
1: word mean? <laughs> tutelage. Like his, you know, oh, he was like him. his men- No, well, tutelage. Yeah, he was like uh-huh. his mentor.
0: Yeah, so Jay Leno actually taught Freddie Prinz to drive because, you no, know why? We live in New York. We don't have to drive. We take the subway.
1: No, you don't need it. Yeah, same here in Berlin. You don't need, you don't need to drive anywhere.
0: But he also ruled with another teenage comic, Alan Bursky. They were both, I believe, uh, 18 years old at the time when they were in L.A. Bursky also later went on to appear on The Tonight Show and The Partridge Family.
1: Ah, okay. Did, was he a regular in The Partridge Family? or
0: No, he played uh, Reuben Kincaid's nephew, who temporarily was the manager of the band. I checked out an episode.
1: Okay, all right. Well, you know it's interesting that we'll have to get into that because uh, what was that? Dave Madden, that comedian who played Ruben Kincaid. He actually had a really long career in stand up, and he was kind of really, uh, um, yeah, yeah. It was. It, we'll have to go into him because he was he was one of those nightclub performers back in the day.
0: Oh wow, that's kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah so we'll, we'll dive into that'll back. be a
1: whole nother episode. Yeah. So one of Mike
0: Allen Bursky, who later comes into the tragic portion of this episode one of his big jokes i saw like two stand-up sets of his uh he was a tiny guy uh it's probably still is because he's still alive and he's also featured in the first episode of the comedy store doc series uh one of his big jokes was i was employed as a lawn ornament for wilt chamberlain's home because he was
1: short small okay get it yeah no worries
0: and also, just <laughs> another tie-in to the Showtime series, um, it's directed by former comedian Mike Binder, who went on to have pretty good career directing. He also directed uh, Bill Burr's like stand-up special, and mm-hmm. um, you know he's 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 had a career since uh, moving on from stand-up comedy. But in the I believe it was nineteen seventy-nine, Freddie Prinze biopic, Mike Binder plays Alan Bursky. Oh wow, Whoa. that's oh
1: that's kind of weird. Yeah. And you can find that uh we'll post it in our um in the post up on comedyhistory101.com, but you can find that uh, the TV that TV biopic on YouTube pretty easy and it's, you know, it's what you would think a 1979 TV bi- biopic looks like.
0: What did you watch it?
1: Yeah, I I watched uh, I skipped through it. Yeah, it was, you know, TV biopic.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So in, so when, when Freddie Prinz again, he was the first breakout star of the Comedy Store after Johnny Carson moved, he was also one of the first two comedians ever to be asked to sit down and talk with Johnny after his set.
1: I'm gonna
0: he got, the, he, he got the, the wave over. Come on He got the
1: wave over. I'm going to ask the obvious question here. Do we know who the other two comedians were? I don't know. <laughs> I no. should. Okay. Maybe I, Alan Bosky. I, I asked a question that um, I didn't know the answer for. You keep I would, I'll, Okay. I'll, find, I'll um, look it up. I'm going to put
0: money up. and maybe our uh, listeners know. I would say maybe Rodney Dangerfield.
1: Uh, actually, it's quite a few, man. So I can't, I can't. All I have is a list of comedians who appeared on the show and then got the wave over. So, yeah, sure. Um, so
0: I think you yeah. know if um, Freddie Prince was December nineteen
1: seventy three. Yeah, these are all '80s people. But uh, just for just for people keeping track at home, uh, sure. Jerry Jerry Seinfeld did not get the wave. Ah. Uh. Uh, uh, What's neither- the deal
0: with not getting the wave?
1: <laughs> what does he do? He waves or he doesn't wave? Uh, and, uh, <laughs> do you sit down? Like- do you go behind yeah. the
0: curtain? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Drew, Drew Carey did not get the wave. Um, but who did get the wave? Our, our Louis all- Anderson. Well, and our favorite comedian from the Ukraine.
0: Oh, Yakov Smirnov?
1: Yeah, he got the wave.
0: Ah, oh, what Jef, a country! And Jef, and, in in and America, Jef. talk show hosts waves <laughs> totally at waves. you, but in Russia, you wave at talk show hosts.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, also, and Jose and and Ahmed, the dead terrorist, Jeff Dunham, he he got the wave.
0: Oh, and and his puppet.
1: Yeah, and I do I do believe
0: Louis Anderson though was definitely one of the people that got the wave.
1: Okay, um, oh, there's actually, a, okay, keep going, keep talking. <laughs> like, I'm, I've done, I found a...
0: A rabbit hole? Yeah. So, Scott, um, from the appearance on, so, again, he, Freddie Prinze appeared December 1973 on The Tonight Show, and Chico and the Man aired September 1974. So, he he got scooped up right away.
1: Yeah, I mean he was he was a hot property so he had to get get the you know it was it was a, like the traditional kind of thing that we're talking about where you had you went up on stage, you you created this persona, you honed that persona and then you got a sitcom based on that persona.
0: Yeah, and it was during that comedy sitcom era where where, the, the 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 lead comedian had the comedy catchphrase that yes. they said like every yes. episode to applause. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. okay, so you got you got Gary Coleman. What'd you talk about, Willis? And, he, you and he, had about? To, he had to say it like every episode. In yeah. every episode, he got applause. He had Jimmy J.J. J. Walker, of course, who mm-hmm. was at the time the guru. He was... The the biggest star at the comedy yeah, store at the time. Exactly. He had dynamite, dynamite, and he said it every single episode to get yeah. applause. I mean, it's kind of like that Ricky Gervais episode of Extras when he's on the sitcom. And uh-huh. what was his uh, catchphrase? Um, oh, I did, you having yeah. a laugh?
1: Yeah, you having a laugh? Yeah. So,
0: so Freddie Prinze's catchphrase uh, turned out to be looking good. So, but before, yeah. before they initially started out with the catchphrase, that's not my job.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> which, which he used in his stand up act. But people started complaining because it gave off the image of uh, a lazy Hispanic going, right. that's not my job. So yeah. they switched it to looking good, looking clap, clap, good. Clap. Oh, and here's something very interesting, which also ties into an ep- Oh, well, a comedy duo that we need to do an episode on. Chico and the Man was originally developed for Cheech and Chong.
1: Yeah, I know that was that was pretty interesting. I couldn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. And then it seemed like uh, they they turned out they wanted to uh, do movies instead.
0: And they did great movies. Those
1: those seventies oh, yeah, movies up, up, in smoke. up in smoke, dude. You can't that's still funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I love those early um Cheech and Cha movies. So the the series was created by James Comack. Did he also do Welcome Back Cotter? Yeah,
1: that's the Welcome Back Cotter guy, yeah.
0: And what what else? What what is in his lineage? What is in his wheelhouse? I don't know, what it's more like do that. you
1: need what more do you need than Welcome Back Cotter and Chico and the Man?
0: Ah, and, and, and in act three of our podcast, we tie into John Travolta and his success oh, yeah. on Welcome okay. Back, Carter. Okay. But we'll, we'll get to that. Um, here's something I really liked. Um, Mad Magazine, which we've also done an episode on here at Comedy mm-hmm. History 101. You can check it out on our back catalog or on our site, ComedyHistory101.com. They spoofed. Chico and the Man. Scott, what, what did they call their version of
1: Chico, <laughs> Chico and the Man? Um, Pico and Der Mensch?
0: No, no, it's not Pico and the... Ah. <laughs> no, oh no, they, they called it uh, Chico, spelled C-H-E-K. E E K O Chico right. and the Ham.
1: <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy. So so just that uh just to get update an update on I got an update on two things, dude. First of all, on James Comack, the producer of Chico and the Man that we're wondering about. Yeah, so it was just he pretty much did Chico and the Man, Welcome Back Cotter. Um and he did the courtship of Eddie's father way before that, or you know, about ten years before that. And then he just kind of um Kind of retired. Oh well, he died in nineteen. He died in nineteen ninety-seven. So
0: well, that's a big retirement.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. he went to the big the big retirement. Um, he did another show called Me and Max. Ooh, that looks interesting. Oh. somehow
0: that sounds like it would involve like a talking robot.
1: Yeah, exactly. I yeah. will yeah. go look at that up. And Max, and put, will you will you compute what the mice? How we catch criminal on Wall Street? Um, and so here's the d- definitive answer I found on the comedians who were waved over to the couch. And it's interesting, because so apparently Freddie Prince was the only person who got that on their first time. We're saying that on their first time. Um, yeah. So I don't see anybody else from the 70s, but the other comedians were Stephen Wright, Jeff, Jeff, Akhmar, the dead terrorist, Dunham, Drew Carey, and Ellen DeGeneres.
0: Oh yeah, Ellen DeGeneres did. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Who I've, I've interviewed. I
1: interviewed Ellen.
0: Nice, nice. What, yeah. what, what, did you guys dance?
1: Uh, no, it was over the phone.
0: Oh. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So through this... Okay, the su- um,
1: and just one last update, Harmon. Yeah. Just in if we care about it. And me and the Max does not involve a robot.
0: Boo. That's, yeah. why, it, that's why it wasn't a hit. <laughs> that's why it
1: didn't last, yeah.
0: But speaking of instant hits, Chico and the Man was an instant hit. And through the success... He appeared on, oh, one of my favorite shows, which we got to do an episode on, The Dean Martin Celebrity Roast. Yes, yes. <laughs> which always featured, like, Sammy Davis Jr. and, uh, D- and uh, Frank Sinatra and Don Rickles.
1: And uh, Billy Crystal.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even no, I, I think, front. well, the early, yeah, I guess so, Billy
1: Crystal. Yeah. Yeah, young Billy Crystal. He was doing doing a Muhammad Ali impression, which I don't think you could get Oh, on the Muhammad
0: that. Ali uh, roast one, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and you always had Don Rickles calling everyone a hockey puck.
1: Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> the best part.
0: But it's crazy. Like, on those roasts, like, Freddie Prinze is, like, 21 years old, 22 maybe. And he just, like, had, like, so much charisma and just, like, you know, held his own alongside of you know Frank Sinatra and all these you know iconic showbiz legends yeah. while just being just like right out of his teen years what what else did he appear on
1: well i'm looking at to see who else he appeared in the million dollar there was it was like a, a made for tv movie uh, the million dollar ripoff I'm trying to see uh-huh. if there's any anybody um, Nobody really famous within he uh, appeared with Joanna Kearns, who some of us might but remember from the show with um, Alan Thicke. What was that? Growing Pains. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Growing Pains with with yeah. with Born Again Christian. Yeah. Cameron. <laughs> Kirk, <laughs> That's right. Kirk Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Yeah. Yeah, he stars in all these like uh, uh, Christian sci-fi movies now. Uh yeah but what he, he he debates yeah. uh, 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 evolutionary scientists
1: Yes, but um, but what's interesting that a lot of people didn't know that uh, Freddie Prince had a little known talent for singing, um, and ah. he would pop he would pop up um, he appeared in a in a um, in the title song of a Tony Orlando and Don album. That's another episode right there. Tony Orlando and Don were a singing group mm-hmm. who had a variety show back in the seventies, and there's actually a pretty funny clip where Tony Orlando and Don. Uh, come out, Don were two two women singers for those of you who who don't right who are unfamiliar with this. And uh, so uh, the show started, and Freddie Prince comes out as Tony Orlando, and then Tony Pri- Freddie Prince as Tony Orlando introduces Freddie Prince, and then Tony Orlando comes out as Freddie Prince. The joke oh, did, here being that they kind of they looked dissimilar.
0: Did 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 Tony Orlando do stand up?
1: Yeah, it was it was. I told you it was, oh, it's that's kind of it's kind of funny. funny. Well, We'll put that on the uh, on the comedy history one hundred and one page. Yeah,
0: yeah. So at the time, Freddie Prince, like four months before his death, he signed a five year deal with NBC worth six million dollars, and we're talking six million dollars in nineteen seventies money. Oh my god! Which, All right,
1: I'll I'll convert so I'm that. So I am saying I am
0: going to say it.
1: Um, I'll convert that twenty
0: million dollars okay. in today money.
1: What year was it? Seventy four.
0: Yeah, seventy five. I think. I think it was seventy five. The same year he put out his album, I think called "Looking Good."
1: Yeah, you're you're right. So that would be six thousand, six million dollars in nineteen seventy five would be about twenty nine million dollars today.
0: Yeah, holy shit, you <laughs> yeah, know.
1: Jesus. So,
0: but it was sort of his undoing because, uh, you know, the classic "too much, too fast" adage of show business. Again, you know, he. Jumped on The Tonight Show at 19 and was, was, was on a sitcom by the age of 20. And also at the time, to ease his insecurities from the long working hours, he turned to Quaaludes, Coke, and other drugs. Yeah,
1: Qu- Quaaludes is such a quintessential 70s drug.
0: Yeah, why isn't a drug around? Because it was just fucking lame. <laughs> like, you never it hear was just, anyone going, I just popped a lewd.
1: I need some lewd. No, nobody's doing that anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that's like a pure 70s thing? Yeah. Probably. So we mentioned that uh, Freddie Prince Jr., is his son, and for a brief time, he was married to a woman named Kathy Cochran, who was the mother of Freddie Prinz Jr., and in 1976, he was arrested for driving under the influence of aforementioned quaaludes, and a few weeks later, his wife filed for divorce. Uh, um, before that, though, he was romantically linked to actress Pam Greer. What do you know about Pam, Pam Greer?
1: Uh, black movies.
0: Yeah, Foxy Brown.
1: Yeah, didn't enjoy that one.
0: No, no the 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 Blacks, the Quentin Tarantino one or the Blacks Pointation.
1: The Quentin um, Tarantino one.
0: Yeah, that was I. That was a little bit weak. I, mean, I don't even the, remember. The original it. ones <laughs> were were great.
1: Yeah, those that's different.
0: Yeah, I always forget that Robert De Niro was in that one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's kind of a forgettable. Movie. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, was it there was like she was.
1: I don't even remember. And Air hostess, <laughs>
0: and there was some heist, and then yeah, it
1: was Jim was Jim Carrey in that one too? <laughs>
0: I don't think Jim Carrey was in it. <laughs> oh, it
1: was, and it was Bridget Fonda, man, when she's yeah, of Bridget Fonda, too, yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, and just a side note, uh, at the time he was taking martial less martial art lessons from Robert Wall, who was a student of Bruce Lee, and he also appeared in Robert Wall appeared in Enter the Dragon and Return of the Dragon. And Ooh, okay. Wall became a godfather of Freddie Prinz
1: Jr. Huh, oh, okay, nice.
0: But things started to unravel. So, in the um, Showtime series, um, great interview with Jimmy J.J. Walker, who also gave a great WTF interview because he's, you know, he was there in the early days of, mm-hmm. you know, the comedy store. So, uh, Jimmy Walker said that Freddie Prinz would like always. Call him up at like four in the morning. Say you got you got to come over here, man. I'm always I'm really depressed, and and, and you know Jimmy Walker would go over there, and they'd be like you know, ten people already there <laughs> at, his, at his place. But yeah. so Freddie Prince started getting paranoid of like John Travolta, who at the time like Freddie Prince was like on all the cover of the teen magazines like Tiger Beat and stuff. And then suddenly, John Travolta starred in another James Comack vehicle, mm-hmm. Welcome Back Carter, and he started being on all the covers of the Teen
1: Magazines. Mm. With, his, so, with his catchphrase. Do you remember that one? Barbarina. Dynamite! No, no, Vinnie Barbarino. No no, 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 what was it? It was, up your nose with the r- rubber hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that one? No, but uh, uh, I'm uh.
0: game to do a Welcome Back Carter.
1: Uh, Okay, yeah, and up your nose with a rubber hose.
0: So I read that he became so obsessed with John Travolta um, that he came to his front door with a loaded pistol, but I believe in the Showtime series, Jimmy Walker said he came to his door with a crossbow (laughs) (laughs) and uh, he shot arrows into his door. (laughs) Um, Again, a lot of coke, a lot of quaaludes.
1: Yeah, on. as uh, as um, on the um, Dave Chappelle show, as Rick James said, cocaine's a hell of a drug.
0: Yeah, so um, sadly, he just started mentioning to friends that he had uh, thoughts of suicide. Uh, you know, he'd say this to Tony Orlando and David Brenner. He started suffering depression after his divorce. And on the night of January 28th, 1977, after talking on the telephone with a strange wife, Prince received a visit from his business manager, Marvin Dusty Snyder. Uh, with Snyder looking on, Prince put a gun to his head and shot himself.
1: Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, a little Russian, Russian roulette, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he often like joked about Russian roulette, and he often joked to Alan Bursky... Uh, who was his roommate? Uh, he, he joked and would say, Can you see this headline? Freddie Prin's dead. And I would get back to him and say, You better hope that isn't an earthquake that day. And it turns out there was a blizzard in New York that day. And the headline of the New York Times was Snow Sun City. Snow stuns City. Underneath it said, Freddie Prince succumbs to self inflicted gunshot, which Bursky said was one of the saddest days in show business.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And it was also said, though, and they go into this, that Prince purchased his gun in the presence of Jimmy J.J. Walker and Alan Bursky. But it was long rumored that Bursky... Hold on, my headphones fell out. (laughs) There we go. Uh, It was rumored that Bursky was the one who gave him the gun, but in the Showtime show... He said he wasn't.
1: Okay, yeah. So one of one of Jim. This is interesting. We'll have to do a little cross promotion here. But one of Prince's or his lat his last gig was for the uh, inaugural at the inauguration of President Carter in January nineteen seventy
0: seven. That's right. Yeah, that would make mm. a perfect. This is the president.
1: Okay, we'll have to have you on, Harmon.
0: Here, here. So he lingered for twelve hours in a coma at UCLA Medical Center. And finally, his family turned off the life support, and he was only 22 years old. That's just so sad.
1: that's crazy.
0: Yeah, so he was buried at Forest Lawn Memorial Park, and his funeral was attended by Jack Albertson and Tony Orlando and Don and Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, so friends thought that he was just joking, and it was kind of an accident. A prank gone wrong that he accidentally killed himself, but police investigators said they found a note in his apartment. That's oh god, this we're we're ending this downer episode. Saying, yeah, I know, dude. I, she, I, the, well, there's I no, can't go on. No. Uh, so yeah. Yeah.
1: There's, there's no there's no going up from here.
0: Scott, bring us back to Happyville.
1: There's no dude. There's no happy. There's, there's nothing happy going on here, man. It was a, it was a tragic death, and he died. Um, the only kind of happy, uh, happy ending here is that uh, in 1977, the de- his death would rule the suicide. However, in 1983, there was a civil case brought by uh, Freddie Prince's mother, and a jury found that his death was medication-induced and accidental, which means they got uh, the life insurance money.
0: Yeah, but I guess the happy news is Freddie Prinz Jr. went yeah, on got, to have a really good career.
1: Yeah, we've got Freddie Prinz Jr.
0: But um, um, and here's something I guess lame Hollywood. Um, so Freddie Prinz, uh, after his death, uh, Chico and the Man's like you know one of the top, you know, sitcoms going in America at the time. Uh, they 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 still try. They try to work <laughs> no, things. What what happened when they try to work things into the and, story script? And
1: what do they always do? What we talked about this already. What always happens? They bring, they bring in, in a kid. A, yeah, yep. They, they
0: brought in a kid who was also named Chico.
1: Oh. <laughs> they didn't oh.
0: have to change the name. And maybe the <laughs> the
1: kid was germ Rican.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was a German Rican. Yeah, and in the storyline, they said that Chico had quit his job at the garage to go work for his father. Oh,
1: what what, what
0: happened to Chico and the man shortly after that?
1: Yeah, it got canceled, dude.
0: It got canceled. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So here's some. Let's here's this is a uh, ends on a high point. Uh, Prince received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on December. 14th, 2004, the star was paid for by actor and comedian George Lopez, who acknowledges that Prince inspired his career.
1: Ah, oh, that was nice. That's a happy ending.
0: Yeah, let's end with that happy ending. There. So, I guess, Scott, what 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 is your takeaway about the legacy of comedian Freddie Prince?
1: Um... Don't don't let it sneak up on you, man. Don't and don't do too much cocaine.
0: Yeah, I would also say, you know, again, he was the first breakout star at the comedy store and probably the first breakout star of the Tonight Show who just launched that whole era of 70s sitcoms where, you know, the comedian says their catchphrase to applause like every episode.
1: Yeah, awesome. The good old days.
0: So that concludes our history of Freddie Prinz, the first breakout star of the comedy store and the Tonight Show. And with that, it's time to plug away. Scott, what do you have to plug?
1: I have, what I ha- always have to plug, Harmon, I have another podcast called This Is a President, where we feature presidents of the past, the, the past and not so distant past. Uh, our, our YouTube channel and in a podcast as well. Uh, for and example, the future, we ju- if we're talking about Biden. Future. Yeah, and we uh, we also, we just we just put up two clips, as we pardon me. we put up one uh, that actually features Biden in a guest appearance, and also today we just uploaded one that has a very racist Nixon talking about Indian women, how he's not attracted to them. So you can find those over at uh, youtube.com slash president. we also do a podcast, so you can find your favorite podcasts, like such as Stitcher, Last FM and of course Spotify.
0: Right. So if you like Comedy History 101, make sure to subscribe, like, and comment wherever you get your podcast or on our site, comedyhistory 101com Also become a sponsor of Comedy History 101 by supporting our Patreon page. You can find us at patreon.com slash ch101. Become a monthly subscriber, and we will continue to put out great content that you love.
1: And you know, and you know, Harmon. I was just going to say, you can donate as much as you want. It Could be as little as a dollar. You could, you could donate a hundred dollars a month to us. That would be, that would be awesome, Harmon. Could you imagine that?
0: I, I can't imagine that.
1: Okay. Well, I can't well.
0: imagine a dollar. <laughs> That's all you have to do.
1: <laughs> all you have to do. The price of a cup of coffee are left, and you can support us and our podcast.
0: Yeah, here, here, here. And with that, thanks a lot for tuning in, and see you next time.
1: Bye bye. You're stupid. stupid. Good thing about doing comedy and Russia—you have captured the audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so Comedy History 101.